Welcome to the Enneagram Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Ryan, and we are set today with an interview with our good friend Jeremiah, and cannot wait to dive into his new experience with the Enneagram here, because a couple months ago, I don't think he knew exactly what this was, and this is totally brand new to him, which we thought would be fun to bring somebody new to this on to give everybody a fresh perspective of what it's like to to walk through this journey on discovering the Enneagram and then just give you some insights out there on, on what it does to transform people's lives. And so I'm excited to have Jeremiah on today. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Yes, very excited. As you said, I, I had no idea about the Enneagram before. <laughs> yes. You know, it's a growing trend, but I don't think many people still do. I mean, John Christ is is helping out with his posts online, I think, but right. Right. <laughs> when he when he makes fun of it. But um, no, it's it it's something that's kind of catching on. And how you got introduced to this, so to speak, is we were doing a, a training for the Enneagram at our church. Yes, and you were in the lucky pool of people who got invited <laughs> to come. And you're like, "What is going on with this?" So, yeah, you didn't have any clue. I mean, when you when you saw the email come in on the invitation what was your first thought like what what is this what i thought it was like a personality test like i've taken personality tests before Mm -hmm. and just been like okay yeah that's the kind of person i am so i thought that's kind of what it was going to be yeah but when (laughs) when we got into it (laughs) that's it's more way more in depth way more in depth (laughs) yeah so what we did is we send the invite hooked everybody in without explaining exactly what it was Uh, but then we sent you the test the enneagram institute test and you took it, thankfully. Yes. <laughs> and uh, walk me through your experience with that. Uh, I'm just curious because I love taking personality tests myself. Uh, most of the time, though, I'll try to figure out how to answer to make myself come out a certain way. Right. Because I want to be a certain way. Right. And so with the Enneagram, you just, I mean, like you need to go in with the cleanest slate possible. So it's good that you probably didn't even know exactly what it was, but walk me through taking that test. Right. So I got the test, you know, we got it sent over. And as I started taking it, you know, like you said, at the beginning, it was kind of like, what what is this? How do I do this? What's it going to look like? And, you know, being obedient and just going forward with it and trying to make it happen. I just like, all right, God, let's see what this is. And as we go in, I start taking the test, and I'm looking at the questions, and it's only pick one of two answers. So it's like, well, some of them, as I'm going through, I'm like, that's not me at all. Like, neither one of them is me, but it says in there to pick the best that applies to you. So I was going through it in a mindset of taking it for church and that church mindset and making it to fit to that, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So, But when I was in there, it was definitely like... Well, I don't, there was some that I'm like right away. Yeah, yep, that's me. That's totally me. Yep, that's me. There's some I sat there and I kind of pondered on it. But I was told, I believe by you and Sierra that just to kind of be open, don't, don't think too hard about it. But the first one that kind of pops up, like make that one. it. So then as I start taking the test and answering them, because there's quite a few questions. There was, I think there's 140 questions on that thing. I believe so. So yeah, and it was a lot. It goes, and I can tell like, on some questions, I'm like, this is just another form of yes. a question before. <laughs> yes. I hope I answered the last one right. Reworded it, yes. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but it just confirms, and it's going through all that great stuff in there. So give me your top three that came out on your on your test. So uh, the first one was actually a helper, and then the other one was the um, enthusiast, of course, if you anybody knows me. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of pinpointed there. Um, and then the other one was number eight, the leader. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So 
my first one was two as a helper, seven enthusiast, and eight as a leader. And so as I'm breaking it down, I kind of see those. You see those definitely in, in your life. So number one came off as type two, the helper there. And so you, you're kind of in that mindset of like, okay, this could be my, my type here. Going into our first training, you know, you had taken the test, but you were still in a learning mode, so to speak, and not dead set on this is me 100%, right? Yeah, okay. So as we're going through and we're describing like a two, a seven, an eight, at what point in your hearing us go through all of this did you go, wait a minute, I don't think I'm a two, I I think I'm a seven. Yeah, probably about halfway through the class, the first class. Because I was really just reading all the paperwork and going, trying to go through and see, and then the explanation of of what they were and kind of how to break it down and see what really fits for me. And then as I'm reading them, I'm going, oh, wait, I'm that, I'm that, I'm definitely that. And then as I was reading more of the helper stuff, I was the helper, but I wasn't as much as I was the enthusiast. Mm. So it was definitely every points that were on there that that was me. That solidified no. that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So in going through that was it just the points or when we got into some wings or stresses and securities? The, how was that helpful in confirming more of the seven in you? Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> the the wing the wing of it, so I'm a seven, wing eight, and then my stressor is uh the reformer is a one, which is totally me. How does because that how does that work out for you? It's a trip because yeah. um like I'm enthusiast, right? And so it says that I'm like I'm busy, I'm fun loving, I'm spontaneous, versatile distractible. And I didn't like this word. I'm scattered. Because at times, yes, I could become scattered. But when I get stressed or when I have something to do and I know I have to do it, I shoot over to that one. Like, And it's so it's so me because I'm like a perfectionist uh-huh. and I get into it and I'm just very thoughtful on it. And I'm just like, okay, let, let's figure out what this is. Like, right. And I just have to make sure it's done the right way exactly to the T. So that was an aha moment for yes. you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's interesting because on a lot of the test results that we got back, there was always one in the top three that's like, ah, that doesn't make sense for that person. But then oftentimes the main type and the wing was also in there as well. So you right. came across as Yeah, mine was an so eight. my first one's two and then was seven and eight. So I'm really a seven eight. Yes. So the, how does the eight come out in your life? Uh the eight <laughs> leader boss. Uh, domineering. Um, I read one of the uh, things that says um, confrontational. You know, before uh, I was very confrontational. I'm, and I wouldn't say like I'm too confrontational, but I'm I'm very to the point. You don't mind it. Right. I yeah. just, I, I get in there, I get it done. And I'd rather you tell me straightforward. And, and what I see a lot is the black and white. Mm. So it's, you know, there's no yes. gray area there. Right. So that's very me. Yep. I'm like, just tell me yes or no. I'm just going to move on from here. So Which is also <laughs> a trait of a one as well, yes. black and white. Well, you were one of the favorite people to look out at because your facial expressions, <laughs> given you are a seven, but your yes. facial expressions gave it away during all of this. It was like, I just, I love looking out because I'm like, okay, this is working. Like yes. somebody is having a moment right now yes. where they're understanding this and it's coming to light. And you were sitting next to your wife. Oh, man. Yeah. And so who is an eight from yes. what I remember on the test? Yes, yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. Eight. Yeah. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> He's like strong eight. So you're a seven wing eight. And yeah. she's an eight. I forget what. Maybe she's her, a wing nine. She's a wing nine. Yeah. Okay. At least it's not back and forth 100% right, there. Right. I saw the looks. I saw the elbows the from nudges, the side. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was huge confirmations and light bulbs happening there. Yes. But um, you guys took home one of the times... The Path Between Us, that book yes. by Suzanne Stable. And so in that, 
you guys started diving into that and trying to, I guess, you know, understand as a husband and wife how the Enneagram can help you and uh, help an understanding of where you guys are at. Because you guys haven't been married too long, have you now? No, we're coming up on three years in August. Three years in August. Yes. And you just had a baby almost a couple of years ago. Yes. She's a year and seven months right There now. you go. And then a new grandbaby now. Yes, I'm a grandfather. So Enneagram and <laughs> relationships, you got a lot going on right now with that. How has, and uh, you know, it, as much as you're allowed to speak for your wife in this, how has the Enneagram kind of just changed the way you guys think or maybe your conversations that you guys have had since you've known about it? Yes, as we've been going through it and we did the first class, Right after first class, I mean, it was instant where we were talking to each other and I'm like, oh, that's your eight coming out. That's your eight coming out. And she would tell me, you need to calm down on the seven. You're you're all oh. over the place. So it was kind of like that that lingo was happening with us. Uh-huh. And then um, getting the book and just being able to see each other. But I can now, you know, not only researching my side of it, but researching my wife's side. So an eight wing nine and looking at, at her stressors and looking at the things she goes through. Now it, it completely makes sense to me of, of why she gets upset and why she's just like, she's like, nope, this is it. This is what we're going to do. Make a decision. Because when mm-hmm. we go somewhere, I mean, we have six kids together. Then we have the grandbaby. And then, you know, right now we have my mom staying with us and then my brother was staying. So it was a lot of stuff going on. And she's like, nope, just make a decision. Let's go. And when I'm like, well, this person needs to do that because, you know, the enthusiast, I'm yeah. kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to. Right. hurt anybody or mess anything up so you're like it all can be do? fun <laughs> yeah what do you want to do what do you want to do what do you want to do and then she's like no let's just go and so i see that and i can react on it instead of waiting for that kind of argument to start mm. that we i can go okay she's gonna want me to just pick and decide now so i just go for it and and that's when i shift into my eight thinking mm. okay and I can do that and then that and helps that's a lot. that's really good that you guys match up like that where mm-hmm. you you can shift into your wing so to speak there and you have an understanding of that. Right. Because you're in that mode sometimes. And so right. it's very real for you. And so that's that's a gift right there for you guys, I'm sure, <laughs> is you can have that little bit of a balance there. And and going through that book and, and understanding more about each other, has it... Because when it's new, I guess what I'm trying to say is it could oftentimes cause a lot of like, well, now that you know, you should just this or that. <laughs> yeah. Or is it more like, well, now that you know, I feel better. Because I feel like you can understand more. What is there like a tension or a relief, I guess is what I'm saying. I can't speak for my wife on this one, but for me, it's a relief. Mm-hmm. So there is, though, that tension of, um, well, how I said earlier, well, you're a seven, so stop acting all distracted and stop doing that. And so that kind of draws me back. And right. <laughs> like, okay, well, I won't be that. That's not who I am. You know, it's right. like trying to get away from it, but that's who I am. <laughs> that's just the way it is. But it, it's definitely a relief because I'm, I'm understanding more and more as we get into it. And we actually, being the enthusiast that I am, you guys had asked about, okay, who's getting the most out of this? And both times I raised my hand. So we yes. got two books. Yes, you got two we books. We got two books that we're going through right now. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and it was funny because somebody else was like, let me borrow the books. I said, okay, we're going through them right Wait now. Wait till I'm we done. Gotta read them. Was that right. your your um, other enthusiast friend? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes okay. it was, Nick. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you also got the road back to you. Yes. On our first training session there. And, and that really is just a, a great primer for the Enneagram and trying to understand the basics of everything in there. Talk to me about life as a seven. Just now that you understand what a seven is about and the traits, uh, and you're like, oh my gosh, like that, 
I do that. That's what a seven is. That's what a seven does. Right. Talk to me about like the revelation that you've had in just your day-to-day life and understanding more about yourself now. My um, seven is very, I say yes to everything. I'm busybody. I like to do it all. Um, that's what an enthusiast does, and we just do it all. And what I don't like is the, the scattered part, and then I don't complete a lot of things. Well, I've changed that. I've been working on that before, but this was kind of like a confirmation that, yeah, mm. I do have a problem with finishing things. Okay. So I'm able to get out there and, and do more and be more intentional about it and just, just say, yes, I'm going to get all these things done. So like in my day-to-day, so like with ministry work, I'm saying yes to doing all these things with assisted living and and church things and, and doing treasure hunts and different stuff. And my wife gets overwhelmed with it. And she says, I, I do too much, so let's do a balance. So I can see that in myself now, and I can actually reflect before I say yes and say, wait a minute, am I doing too much? And then I have to stop myself and go back and look at my calendar, look at my schedule, see what's happening, because I actually overloaded myself when my kids were first here about a month ago, and we were doing too much and overbooked things. So now I'm able to kind of step back and see, okay, I can't just be a busybody because that's what I want to be, and I want to okay. be in the mix. I gotta, I gotta separate my time, you know, family, work, ministry. So it's actually brought a little more organization, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Very much. You're like that too, because a lot of people in this, and I say like that, a lot of people would read something like that, understand something like that, and maybe not feel the need to change or want to change. But you're very much the opposite of that. Like right. when you you are a leader, you're a striver, you want to go for the ultimate yes. in all of life and what you're doing. And so I can totally see you going, okay, I don't like that about myself. I'm going to go to work on that. Right. Anything off the top of your head right now that you're like, I don't know if I like that about being a seven, but that's just who I am. Yeah, the, the busybody, because it used to be a part of me that I wanted to be included in everything because as a kid, I never was included in everything. So that that's where that kind of came out. So I was never, I was never good enough, you know, as a kid, I never did everything right. And so I always do the people pleasing type thing. Um, And I always, the busybody keeps me away from somebody knowing me too much. And so that's what I don't like it, but I do like it because I'm like, okay, that's, that's who I am. And I know that I do that. And so I can actually recognize it and see that, hey, I'm not just a busybody now just because, but now I have intention behind it. Gotcha. So it there you changes go. it. One of the big factors that people identify their type with is the key motivations. Uh, we just did a podcast on that about a month ago or so now. And going through the key motivations there, is there anything that struck you as we were going through them in the training that you were like, Oh my God, that is that is me to a T right there. Yeah, it was to maintain my. It says maintain my freedom and happiness, but it's really my happiness. Like mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I maintain maintain that a lot. So that's really a big motivation for me. How do you deal with the pain aspect? Because a lot of sevens, they want to avoid pain at all costs. Yes. Does that describe you? Yes, I don't like the um, hard conversations or or the things that are going to hurt someone else or hurt me in return. And so I kind of tiptoe around it, but I have to be very cautious with that, especially in relationships. I, you know, there's some things that we have to learn in pain. <laughs> yes. Or grow in pain, you know. That's just that's one of the things I've always kind of shied away from is is the pain aspect. Do you find uh the whole avoiding the pain thing 
is where you get into the scattered, the busybody yes. work. And yes. Okay. Yes. Is it more of that stuff for you, or is it more of the experiences, like going out and doing things in life? Um, I like, yeah, I like having fun activities, going and doing things all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. I'm always trying to find things to do with my kids or my family, projects even to do at home. I'm always doing things. I like to work with my hands yeah. a lot. So, but yeah, I like to I like to be around people. Do you like being the center of attention? Um, yes, at times. Yeah. Yes. And I kind of don't like that either. Cause yeah. I'm like, no, I'm humble. I'm good. I'm fine. Right, right. But it's like, no. Feed I, me, feed me. Yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit. You yeah. Know? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think that stems from, you know, as I'm doing other uh, programs and things as well, um, it stems from my childhood and wanting not being in that mm. center of attention, not being, yeah. you know, loved or sought out that way. Right. And yeah. looked at that way. So I made up for it a lot. Which made me <laughs> an enthusiast. Yes. Um, and transform me to Interesting, that. Interesting, yeah. So. It all goes back to the childhood when it comes yes. to the Enneagram and, and realizing moments like that uh, in your life. That's that's really cool yes. to hear uh, and good to hear. I think people need to hear something like that because it gets down to the core of who we really are. Right. And if we can identify that and really look at it and not shy away from it, the Enneagram opens itself up even more to helping us understand ourselves and become better, uh, a better person. Speaking of becoming a better person, you are very entrenched in the church, in leadership, in serving, and we talked a lot about, especially in session two of our training there, about leadership and serving and how the Enneagram can go in just from either a, a team dynamic or a individual leadership dynamic. Uh, how has the Enneagram, now that you've known about it for a little over uh, a couple of months now, helped you in your serving and leadership capacity? It's kind of been huge for me because I'm able to talk to people a little different because I see and I try to adjust myself to to them now instead of Mm. being that outgoing person because there's some people who don't like that touchy-feely outgoing person. You know, they like their space, their bubble. Um, Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm able to sense that a little better and go, oh, okay, the handshake's good at this point. And some people I just kind of barrel in there and, give them a hug. But with that, with the leadership, I'm able to not, it's the word I'm looking for, not like judge them, like say, oh, that person's a five, mm, but right. to actually kind of see their personalities and their traits and stuff that I've been having difficulties with communicating with them. And then I'm like, okay, let me try it this way. And I can even shift into, with with my eight, I can shift into, okay, black and white, like what, or my one, you know, like yeah. what's up? Like what what do we need to do to take care of this or to handle this? Or what, what can I do for you mm-hmm. to change it? And to kind of take on like my ownership of what I'm doing and how I'm being too much maybe for that person. Okay. And I'm not explaining things because I can be scatterbrained and I think I explained it, but I didn't. And then going to them and saying, hey, did I make this clear to you? Did I help you understand this? Is this really what it is? Or even um, myself with doing, you know, platform ministry and different things is to try to see, okay, what is it that I didn't do that you had asked me to do because I got too in-focused and maybe a little scatterbrained Mm -hmm. with some of that. Yeah. So it sounds like this has just in almost every aspect of your life now, from work to relationships to serving in ministry to family, everything, it seems like it's it's starting to click for you and kind of opening your mind and broadening the horizon, so to speak. Yes. Uh, If you could give somebody out there who is kind of on the fence about what is the Enneagram, is it worth like looking into, should I take a test? Should I wait till this trend passes, hoping it's a trend? Which is not, by the way. No, it's not. It's been around for a long time. It's not a trend. What would you say to somebody? 
Um, I'd say go ahead and do it. Like you yeah. got to take the test. Um, I was uncertain at first taking the test, not sure what I'm jumping into. And my wife was very reserved about it, not wanting to take it. Um, but she took it first before I did. So <laughs> yeah, it's just the assertiveness, yes or no for her. Right. Um, but it was definitely a, a life changer. And it, like you said, it's helped my personal life, my job itself, because I'm finding out, okay, when I can actually focus and, and get things done or when I'm pressured, but in a good way, in a healthy way, then I'm a perfectionist, but I'm, I'm actually getting the things done and I'm not scattered all around. So it's helped me to understand myself and not only myself, but uh, my wife, you know, and then I'm actually kind of picking out my kids a little bit here. And we've been talking to the teenage ones. So uh, 15 and up because we have 15, 19, 26 year old, and then the younger ones, 13, even the 13 year olds kind of asking about it, but um, we're able to explain a little bit and have them read things and do stuff. So we may get them a test here soon to check it out, but definitely do it. it it's spot on for me yeah. <laughs> and my wife. It's spot on for her. Scary spot on yeah. in a sense, huh? Yeah. And it's, yeah. the one that tripped me out was the five. So in my, in my growth. Your security, um, yeah. It went to that. So in my five, the observer, the thinker, and it was like, it was so spot on because I like to do like, we were teasing in the in the class about how all that sound tech people, right? Right, yeah. And that That's what I do. That's my that's my happy place. Yeah. Like, that's my hobby. That's what I do is sound audio technician, right? Right, right. Stuff. Yeah, so yeah. when I'm happy and I'm in that growth kind of period, that's what I go to. I go into thinking and just being very um, intuitive and like trying to be creative and think of things and how to do sound and different stuff. And yeah. Yeah. put stuff together and strategizing yeah. and all that stuff yeah, yeah. so researching it, all the stuff it's just, yeah. yeah as we're digging in it's just it's all coming to light like okay that's me that's like, exactly what it is and so i can understand myself better which makes me a better person not only for myself but for the people around me and for my kids and better father and better friend better mentor awesome well thank you for awesome. coming on and uh going through the enneagram seven the life of an Enneagram 7 here and the discovery of that process. So we want to thank everybody for listening today. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us at enneagramenthusiast at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media at Enneagram Enthusiast across the board. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>